Hey everyone, this is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Cause Talk Radio. And on the line with me right now is Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. I can't believe I've put up with you for 111 episodes. I know. That's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like amazing to think we talk so much, you know. (laughs) And no one... Uh, thinks that we talk more <laughs> than Allison DeSilver from Cone Communications, who's on the line with us right now. She's an executive vice president with them. Hey, Allison. Hello. I am so happy to be on the phone with both of you. Thanks so much for asking me to join you today. Yeah, I know you're feeling like I can go on the show because I won't get a word in edgewise because it will just be <laughs> it will just be Megan and Joe uh, arguing with one another. Actually, yes. we have to be nice to Megan today, Allison. Because we you do. and I are both located in Boston. We both know what happened last Sunday with oh, the Super Bowl. You, you and, have to go there, do you? And, you know, I know Megan had a big Super Bowl party. And, <laughs> I mean, some of the videos coming out of Seattle about those, the faces funny. of those Seattle people. I mean, it was, it was hilarious. It I was an guy, exciting game. I it was a, a very exciting game. But congratulations. Yeah, so. I will be a good sport and say congratulations. Yeah, very well, that's very well Thank played. Thank you. I mean, it was inevitable we were going to win. So, you know, we I mean, have uh, like, the duck boat parade uh, goes right by our office on oh, Boylston really? Street. So, yeah. yes, that's yeah. great. Awesome. That's yeah, pretty cool. That's right. Yeah. So we we had a lot of fun with that. So, uh, Allison, the reason we have you on today is we want to talk about getting a job in cause marketing because uh, Megan and I, and I'm sure you do all the time, hear from people that want to get into the exciting field of cause marketing. And they always say, how do I do this, Joe? You know, is there a course I take or is there a job? Is there, you know, a first position that I should be applying for? And we will hope to give some advice to people today. And I thought of you as someone who'd be perfect for the show, Allison, because you have an interesting journey yourself into getting into cause marketing. And I was hoping you could share uh, that with people. I'm happy to, and it is uh, it is unique because when I first started, actually, I'd never heard the term cause marketing. Uh, it was really a very new concept in the early 90s, mm. and um, I was at grad school at BU, and I took this course uh, getting a, a degree, a master's in communications, and I took a course called community relations, <laughs> and I had a big aha. Wow, mm-hmm. I could get a job that could actually help people. Right. Uh, and, and use my communication skills. So from there, I actually started an internship at the Jimmy Fund of Dana-Farber Cancer Institute mm-hmm. here in Boston. And I was doing uh, PR for their events um, over the summer, and they started a new department called Corporate Partnerships. Mm-hmm. So it was very green, came in, um, got the job, and had a, a very senior level uh, retired executive from a, a company. He and I sort of battled and tried to define this for the Jimmy Fund, which has mm-hmm. an unbelievable brand recognition right here in uh, the New England area. And we said, okay, how, what do we do? How do we think about working with companies as a way to drive revenue for the Jimmy Fund? And we had a really successful run. I was there for about four years and mm-hmm. we forged um, some great relationships with uh, Jiffy Loop, Stop and Shop, uh, car dealerships, Burger King, many of those still in effect today, mm-hmm. uh, 20 plus years later and uh, raised millions of dollars. Yeah. And it turned me on to this thing called cause marketing. And of course, I couldn't be doing that without learning about Cone. Yeah. Cone was a small mm-hmm. little agency at the time and mm-hmm. Um, I heard someone speak from there about cause marketing, and we asked them to be on our advisory board, Mark Feldman at the time. Oh, wow. Um, 
Yeah, so this is going way back. Mark really, that was Mark Feldman. Small oh, world. Yeah, and we've we've uh, J- and Allison, we've had uh, Mark Feldman on Cause Talk Radio, so he's been a guest on before. Oh, it's a very small world here. Yeah, that's for <laughs> yeah. sure. So he um, he recruited me to Cone. I was, I think, the third official Cause employee of the group uh, back 17 years ago. And so since then, I've just, I've stayed at Cone. And every few years, we sort of get to reinvent, you know, what what this space is and how, as an agency, where what our role is to help companies and nonprofits create uh, cause marketing programs, CSR campaigns to have both business and social impact. So it's it's been a lot of fun. And my role here at Cone, what I've always done is sort of been the trend tracker mm-hmm. and insights person. So I've had a really fun time of just looking at the space, how it's evolving, where it's going, and um, being to work with um, amazing, you know, companies and, and mm-hmm. nonprofit organizations. Well, it's such a it's such a growing field. I mean, your career path has pretty much tracked the industry. I mean, you've really you really hit it at the right time, and you know now it's everywhere. And you know, Cone is doing a lot of work in this in this space. So, talk a little bit about. For people who want to get into this industry, what are some good ways to get in? Because I know there's lots of different career paths, and I don't know that anybody's outside of working at Cone. I don't know that anybody shares the exact same career path. That's true, and mm-hmm. that's one of the great things about this space, actually, that we often look for very diverse backgrounds, um, nonprofit backgrounds, oftentimes um, roles in government, um, mm-hmm. communications, consulting. Um, sustainability organizations, but, you know, really taking, taking a a further step back, I would say the most important thing that I look at, um, especially with people trying to get into the space, younger folks, is internships. Mm -hmm. All I can say is internship, 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 and then internship. I actually don't even look at really where you've gone to college or what your GPA is. Mm. Um, I look for what sort of experiences have you had in your life that are going to add value to this mm-hmm. role. Mm-hmm. Um, and internships is often the way to do that or some sort of uh, travel program, some sort of volunteer, unique volunteer experience mm-hmm. where you've gotten unique exposure uh, to issues or even, you know, life outside of the United States. So that's the most important thing I, I look at. And you're mm-hmm. talking about like entry-level career people at this point, right? Yeah, at that point, how do you get into the space at, at, a, at a junior level? I would definitely say internships. Okay. In terms of others looking maybe for a career shift, I would say um, really a sense of marketing, a deep sense of marketing and understanding um, business and organizational um, challenges and how to solve those problems um, through marketing. Mm-hmm. And you can learn issues. That's the thing. You can learn about hunger or health. Those are all things that if you if you study and you look in the right places, that's what we can help you become an expert in issues. What we can't necessarily help that that mid level person is understanding a business and, and marketing. Yeah. I, I think that is so critical. And you know, on the nonprofit side where I come from and I get a lot of questions about people that are looking for nonprofit jobs in cause marketing, you know, they're very hard to come by. There aren't a lot of organizations that have that title, you know, director or vice president of cause marketing. And a lot of times what I've said is that these positions are actually not 
uh, not born in terms of like a job description at the HR office, but actually made. People yeah. that are already working in nonprofits that are doing the work of sponsorship and fundraising yeah. and public relations and marketing. And then someone says, hey, you know, we have this potential partnership with a company that we could work on, but it's not a sponsorship and it's not corporate giving. It's something called cause marketing. And then that's the opportunity for that person to kind of step into a role. I, I agree. And that's the wonderful thing about nonprofits. Um, mm-hmm. That's what I had the opportunity to do at the Jimmy Fund. And I would say about half, at least half of the employees at Cone and in our CSR team um, have nonprofit uh, experience. And you get to wear so many hats. It's, mm-hmm. it's wonderful. Oh, you want to, you know, take a shot at, you know, writing this uh, marketing plan or press release or uh, this partnership and think about different ways to raise funds. You really get to wear so many different hats, all of which are important um, in cause marketing. So, What about sales experience? How important is that? Do you see that pretty often? I feel like I guess for people internal to a nonprofit who are in development, like I think of Joe as a salesperson, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly mm-hmm. you're a content expert too, Joe, but you really, you know, in your previous role, you did a lot of sales because you have to yeah, go out and, that's and right, get yeah. the sales. So talk a yeah. little bit about that particular skill set. I think that's very important. That's one of those intangible uh, pieces, but there's a lot of uh, companies and nonprofits that still aren't believers of cause marketing. Right. Uh, believe it or not, for those Why of us. Why is that? I know, that? that? Holy Moses. I but can't believe are, that. I know. It's shocking. It's absolutely <laughs> shocking. But more often than not, uh, when we're working with organizations, it's help us make the business case. We have to sell this internally. We need to, oh. you know, get cross-functional support for this. So to be able to sell and present ideas and get that internal um, engagement mm-hmm. within the organization or with potential partners for your cause marketing efforts, I think that's a really critical, uh, intangible skill. Yeah. Especially no, it, uh, the more senior you become. Right. You know, it's interesting, too. A few weeks ago, we had uh, Joe Hamill on from um, Cleveland, Clinic. Cleveland Clinic. And he was talking about his background, Allison, and talking about how he had worked in um, uh, sports sponsorship for the Cavaliers in mm-hmm. Cleveland. And uh, I thought that was excellent training. Uh, you know, to to work on something like that because you have that experience of working with companies and you're interested in selling and you have to think promotionally uh, because of what the sponsors get and stuff. And yep. so I thought that was excellent training. It's no surprise that since he's joined the organization, he's, you know, he's been able to build a million dollar program there. Right. Yeah, it's it's great. I, I I love looking at resumes. In fact, I just came from a meeting where we were looking at some candidates, and this was more for a senior level person. And, and the background had they had a couple years at a nonprofit, a couple years in house at a company, mm-hmm. and a couple years at an agency. And oh wow! I thought, wow, wow, is that just that's the sweet spot? So I would encourage anyone yeah. who's sort of mid career to look at those three areas and you know find out. You, you could go in any of those three areas, and I think all three of them are very viable for this space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. What do you think, Allison, is the difference? Like, what are the subtle differences between, like, or the big differences between agency, nonprofit, and business? Like, if you were a, a young person or if you were someone who was just interested in getting into cause marketing, would you say, well, you know, someone who wants to go into the nonprofit place, 
space. This is what you need to think of. But someone interest, interested in going into the company area would need to do this. Right. It's, um, I really like all three mm-hmm. um, directions. What I love about an agency is that you have the opportunity to work with different organizations in different industries, yeah. in different sectors, yep. um, and you can really it reminds me a little bit of being in a nonprofit if you're mm. out there trying to sell to companies, but you really mm. have to become that generalist very mm-hmm. quickly. Right. You have to be able to translate opportunities and barriers across all of those different um, all of those different industries across all those different channels. So I feel like you get a, an accelerated degree, if you will, mm-hmm. by working mm-hmm. at an agency. Um, the pace is extremely fast though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not for everybody. Um, but I personally, I mean, I've been here for 17 years, so it really is something that I'm passionate about. And I think you get unbelievable experience that could be applied both to nonprofits as well as to uh, for-profits. Mm-hmm. What I like about nonprofits is um, you get to you get to wear those hats. You get to yeah. To stretch across functions, um, yep. and oftentimes, if you're in a cause marketing role, you also get exposure to a lot of different types of companies. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for that, I uh, I really like the nonprofit route as well and direction, and I think it's a great place to start um, as well in your career if you're trying to get into the space. Sometimes those jobs might be a little bit more approachable. Um, in terms of a for profit. Um, you know, that's something, honestly, you don't have experience there, and I don't know if I would find that as personally exciting, just thinking mm-hmm. about one one company or, or industry, but I imagine it's amazingly gratifying to see some, the impact that you can have by really seeing a program through. And Do you, uh, most of the, it strikes me that most of the cause marketing companies is really done by a marketing division as opposed to uh, someone segmented for cause marketing. Is that what you find, Allison, or do you find, uh, I imagine it's in big companies. You mean like where does it sit in the organization? Yeah, where does it sit in the organization? Because sometimes it can be in marketing, sometimes it can be in corporate giving. Uh, You know, there can be a lot of different, yeah, the foundation and stuff like that can be a lot of different places and stuff. I mean, there are definitely our organizations out there that have directors and VPs of cause marketing, but it seems to sit in a bigger department. You're absolutely right, as it should, um, Mm. because it needs to be integrated uh, with others. Um, More often than not, we find that they're uh, either living in the marketing function, Mm -hmm. um, and that could be even, I've seen sponsorship in their titles, Hmm. um, but usually it does live in marketing, the cause marketing function, but increasingly we're seeing it the folks who are responsible for cause marketing living in broader CSR functions. Mm, and CSR yep. teams are, are growing. Yep. Um, it can be a, a person there who's responsible for bringing some of the social issue and marketing campaigns to the marketplace. Um, so, yeah, it can live in a lot of different places. And, mm-hmm. and oftentimes it might not be their only job. It might right. be a piece of a broader um, either marketing strategy or uh, corporate social responsibility. Well, that's that's true on the nonprofit side too, right? I mean, depend unless you're one of the one of the big guys, you know, a lot of these development departments are multitasking and might be doing events and corporate partnerships depending on the size of their organization. Yeah, that's 
That's yeah, true. but that's another great opportunity for someone that's interested in getting into cause because working for the right company, they could be out there saying, hey, look, you know, cause marketing belongs in the marketing mix of this company and it's not something that we do. There's an opportunity. So another example of maybe where cause marketing is made, not born. Uh, that in inter- terms of entrepreneurship it, piece. Yeah. You know, yeah, in yeah. terms of, I mean, that's what I love about cause marketing is that there's so many different uh, pieces associated with it. I mean, so many nonprofits I talk to, Allison, and and, and Megan is like, it's crazy because it's, you know, they talk about doing cause marketing. It's like, folks, you right now, you guys need marketing. You think of cause marketing, mm-hmm. you know, partnership, as I define a partnership between a nonprofit and a for-profit for mutual profit. You folks need to get on the bandwagon here with, uh, with marketing. And especially, you know, I've been really pushing my clients in the area of content creation. And yep. I think that's a really great opportunity for nonprofits too, to really stand out. And instead of always kind of pushing out their messages, do this, I want this, I want that, you know, they're yep. pulling in people uh, based on interest and, uh, and, you know, and just a real passion for the mission. I, I agree with you, Joe. I think that's one of the things that I love about nonprofits are it's that content. It's the people yeah. stories. It's the impact. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's what companies don't have. Yeah. They're not in the business to change people's lives in the way that nonprofits do. So right. that's, I think there's an unbelievable opportunity um, as we look to the future of cause marketing and mm-hmm. in terms of corporate nonprofit partnerships is how can, you know, how can nonprofits really look to their content, look to their stories of impact mm-hmm. in a way that's going to add a whole new dimension to, yeah. to the cause marketing campaigns? Yeah, you know, uh, nonprofits laugh at me. Uh, but you know, one of the things that I say is I really believe after a nonprofit focuses on its impact and then focuses on communicating that impact, uh, fundraising comes in third for me. And and I talk to people in nonprofits that are like, well, fundraising is always going to be first, if not second, you know? And it's like, no, I really think you need to focus on your impact. You focus on communicating that impact via marketing and the fundraising will happen itself. I want to go back to this concept of internships and bring it back a little bit um, because Cone has a really amazing internship program. And it feels like, I mean, I have not been in the industry nearly as long as either of you, Joe and Allison, but it feels like it's kind of like six degrees of Cone. Like everybody's either worked for Cone or they work for somebody who worked for Cone. So talk a little bit about your onboarding process and what, what that looks like. Absolutely. So it's something we take extremely seriously because we really do believe that our our cause and CSR experience is what differentiates us as an agency. So when people come in, we do have um, we have an extensive cone college. So once a month, um, it's led by someone else internally here, and it's a two plus hour session, hands on interactive session that goes very deep into a subject. It could be public private partnerships. It could be you know, employee engagement, it could be um, marketing issues, whatever the case may be. But it's very hands-on. That happens once a month. Um, but we also really look to our employees and we say, what, you know, where do you want to focus? What's your passion point? Whether it's um, cause, corporate partnerships, whether it's nonprofit, or whether it's more of sustainability and, um, you know, reporting. And we onboard them and we say, here's a list of all the newsletters, websites, and blogs mm-hmm. that you should be reading 
and looking at every single day. And of course, Selfish Giving caused Marketing Forum are top on that list. Awesome. As is <laughs> Triple Pundit, you know, um, Huffington mm-hmm. Post Impact. We give them a list of people to follow on Twitter. Twitter. Mm-hmm. We um, have them sign up for key newsletters that they should be getting, making sure they're going into their feeds. And that's something that's just the way we do business. That's an expectation. So that's, uh, so Allison, that's how the, the, the cone brainwashing begins. <laughs> <laughs> so you walk out and you're like, you're like, who do you work for? Cone. <laughs> it's like you know, all these people. You know what I mean? So you meet all these people that they have got that cone, cone head mindset, right? You know. So yeah. that's so funny. So now we. Know I why. think it's great. Don't listen to him, Allison. I think that's because what? What? I don't know. No job I've ever had does that. No, that's for sure. I know we we brainwashed just a little bit. No, but I <laughs> but think we, I think you're giving people that education piece, and so often it's kind of like we need this whole field here. Here's your job, go do it, and there's very little onboarding. So the fact that you have something like a process that's that's built in is fantastic. Can well, you talk so a little lot. bit about internships too? Because we would we talked about that before the show. I want to make sure you get a chance to mention that. Yeah, absolutely. Internships. Um, we have a really robust intern program. I think we have about 30. Uh, oh, my gosh. We're only 110 <laughs> people at, at the agency. That's so, a lot. Um, yeah, and they have a voice. Uh, they are active members of our teams, um, and we have pretty high expectations. They jump in. They'll do research for us. They um, uh, participate in, you know, every client, client meeting, internal meeting that we have. Um, we love hiring interns as well. In fact, we just hired two, uh, one of which was my intern. And um, I would say if you're looking for internships, please apply. I'm going to give a a shout out to Cone um, because I think it's a great way to get experience, exposure, and you're thrown right into the fires where you really get to roll up your sleeves and learn. And I think when you talk about our onboarding, that's a key piece of it. We're, um, you know, we're one agency. So when we have meetings, everyone's in the same room, and each person really gets to have a voice. So at a very entry-level internship, AAE uh, you know, level, you're in here, and you're rolling up your sleeves, you're benchmarking, you're you know, doing the assessments right along a VP, and I think, that's a, I think that helps accelerate the learnings. Yeah, absolutely. Are, they, yeah. are these paid internships or unpaid internships? They're not. They're unpaid okay. internships, but uh, we give credit for schools. Oh, very cool. That's good. That's good. Well, you know, I think internships are so key in terms of, and I think you're absolutely right too, Allison. I think people are looking more for experiences, not what you do, but what you got done. Uh, yep. And, you know, that's what I really look for anyway. So That's fantastic. So, yeah. Allison, this has been just a fascinating conversation, and it's just, it's so great to have you on to hear some of your personal experiences and your career path. Can you tell us where people could find out more about you or about Cone if they want to do that? Yeah, sure. Um, I'd encourage you to visit our website, which is conecom with two m's dot com. So c o n e c o m m dot com. My uh, background is on there as well, as well as LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn and Twitter, though. Sorry, Joe. I don't <laughs> use Twitter very often. I, I, I don't even. Ever. I don't even. You called it critter for the longest time when I talked. <laughs> It. So, I mean, at least you're calling it Twitter. Now I need to get you to tweet. 
Oh, I know. Stop picking on you me. You would be a great tweeter, <laughs> though. That's the thing. She'd be. You, uh, I I don't even want really, to go on that road. <laughs> so website LinkedIn are probably two great places <laughs> to find me. Excellent. And we will put those in the show notes too, so people can just head on over to uh, selfishgiving.com or causeupdate.com to find those notes. Joe, where can people find you? I know you're hard to find online. Oh, I'll tell you, you elusive Joe. That's right. Yeah. So you can find me at Joe Waters uh, on Twitter. And of course, you can visit me at SelfishGiving.com. Um, and we have a great episode from last week on newsjacking, right, Megan? We do. Uh, that people can listen to, which was fantastic and interesting to learn about. And then people can learn more about me, too, on Pinterest, uh, where I have over 3,400 cause marketing pins uh, that you can pin and check out and get more information on cause marketing. What about you, Megan? Where can people find you? I'm also on Twitter at Megan Strand, and I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF. And speaking of career education, that's a big part of what we do at Cause Marketing Forum through our conference at the end of May, as well as CauseMarketingForum.com. So I do recommend people go and check that out. There's lots of great resources yeah, there. It and, is. It's great. Yeah. And we will all... Allison, are you coming this year to the conference? Of course. Okay. So we'll all be there. The three of us will all be there this year. So please do join us there. And of so course, if you want a job in cause marketing, come to cause marketing for and talk to Allison year. and talk to Allison. <laughs> please do. Please do. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, we do recommend you subscribe to the cause talk radio podcast. You can find us on iTunes as well as Stitcher smart radio. You'll also find show notes at selfishgiving.com as well as causeupdate.com. So please do subscribe, leave us a review or a comment. And on behalf of Allison and Joe and my, Myself, we'd like to thank you for joining us for this episode of Cause Talk Radio, and we will see you next time. 